Hi everybody, welcome to Tech Talk, a show about tech advice, show about how to, and why you should care. This is season three, episode twenty-five, or overall episode forty-three. Hi, I'm Jade, and I'm upset, but I'm also smart. <laughs> and I'm Art, and I'm sorry, but I'm also cute. <laughs> you can't be mad at me because I'm cute. Disclaimer: We are both smart and cute. For anyone wondering why Jade is upset and why I am sorry, it's because the original recording of this episode, which was interrupted by me accidentally pressing my spacebar, included several Homestuck jokes, which have now been redacted, because Homestuck apparently does not deserve to exist on this podcast. She's pouting. None of you can see her, but she's pouting. Hey, you, you were pouting when they, when they massacred your boy. I was pouting when they massacred my boy. Anyway, uh, and I, I'm I'm okay with leaving that in because they massacred so many Homestuck characters that you have no idea which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I bet you can't make out which one it is. <laughs> back on track and back on topic. This is the second of two episodes in the Distributed Networks arc. Like we said, we're going to be talking about Apple's Find My Network in this episode. But before we get to that, we have to plug our after show. You can find us live on our Instagram at Tech Thoughts Podcast every Friday at 8 p.m. ET, where I guess we will probably be talking about Homestuck for the foreseeable future. Or you can check out our website, which is, Jade? Techthoughts.gay. Homestuck.com. Absolutely not. And with that out of the way, let's get into today's topic. So, welcome back to our talk on Distributed Networks. And today we're going to discuss Apple's Find My and also whatever competitors we could find in the deep trenches of the internet. There are a few, but not too many. So, jumping right on in, the Apple Find My network is an example of a distributed network. And a quick refresher, if you didn't listen to our last episode, you bad, bad people, it's a network of devices connected by smaller nodes that work towards a common goal. The internet is one of them. None of you are actually bad people, don't worry. Find My iPhone might be more familiar to you if you haven't used or paid attention to Apple devices in a while. A strange rock you've chose to live under, but like, you're valid, I guess. Even I know about them and I hate Apple. <laughs> the way the service has worked to find your devices when presumably lost and not because you're a helicopter parent is by leveraging the phone's internal GPS, mobile provider-based location services, and Wi-Fi networks to get an approximation of where the device is. But other than just finding lost devices, Find My can also lock down a lost device, display a message about it being lost, and erase it remotely, making it unusable to anyone trying to use it for themselves or sell it on something like eBay. Then in 2019, Apple introduced the Find My Network, an encrypted service that transmits Bluetooth signals from Apple devices to others in order to relay their location to the cloud, even if they don't have internet. The signal encryption is based on a rotating public key, making it difficult to actually track those devices, as in by a malicious actor. By just seeing the public key, they would identify themselves differently each time. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and so right about now, you must be thinking, hey, what's going on? This, this isn't tech thoughts. This isn't tech thoughts. They're praising Apple. They don't do that. We don't do that here. Well, except for me occasionally. But for the most part, we don't do that here. Well, we'll get to it. So Apple announced AirTags. These little round tracking devices you can attach to your belongings to, well, track them using the same Find My network. If you heard of a tile, they are basically the same thing. Except that AirTags also let you use uh, UWB, ultra wideband tracking, to find what direction those items are in and the distance from where you are in their very limited range of about 30 feet, but it's cool. Tile, by the way, has also announced an updated tag that can do this, but uh, Apple was first to market here. The AirTags 
do get to use to find my network, which has hundreds of millions of devices in it, according to Apple themselves. But Tile can only use its own Tile network, which has 26 million tiles, at least in 2019 data. So between them, there's a lot of favor on the Apple side. With more devices, you just get better tracking quality. Yeah. So you might be thinking, this seems unfair. Apple basically launched the same product, but better. What gives? I mean, hey, that's kind of just how sweet, sweet capitalism works. But, you know... It is kind of unfair. In fact, it's so unbelievably unfair to Tile in particular that they've launched a lawsuit at Apple, joining Apple's many other legal battles that they're currently fighting, especially in regard to how Apple has treated their devices and apps. You see, Tile had argued back in January 2020 that Apple has been preventing them and similar companies from being as well integrated as Apple's own offerings to their OS, or even use the hardware on board the phone as much. Tile was apparently prevented from using the ultra-wideband radio in the iPhone series for their use with their devices. Furthermore, having Tile's service enabled to join its network on an Apple device on iOS 13 at least reminded users to turn off the service, which seems very uh, anti-competitive. Apple kind of has a habit of doing this. They don't fully kill off competition. They just create noticeable friction. So it's just like, hey, you could use this other competitor that isn't as well integrated into the system, or you could just use what Apple offers. It's something that uh, MKBHD has done a video on. He calls it Apple and the Paradox of Choice. We will probably link to it in our not description on our website. But this is another example in what is actually a surprisingly long line of examples of Apple doing this. And Given that that's the case, it's no surprise that people are accusing them of being anti-competitive. And as a side note, it is a little terrible that like Apple's pushing Tile out of the market, but also taking a cut of their own profits when they're using the Tile app, because Apple needs to get a portion of subscription revenue from in-app purchases. It's just the App Store policy. Yeah, that's also what that's that's what Apple ended up fighting Epic Games over, which I know we covered in a previous episode when we were talking about Apple and their anti-competitiveness. A couple of other examples of Apple doing this is killing off a search service called Watson for macOS, which was killed by Apple Sherlock 3, which then just became Spotlight. What suspicious naming that is. Yeah, it really is. iPad styluses, which were killed and replaced by the Apple Pencil. And Flux, which is an app that lets you change the color temperature of your screen and then was ultimately replaced by Apple just including Night Shift on their devices. This one is particularly egregious as they disallowed third-party apps like Flux from then affecting the color of the screen themselves. Although, admittedly, Apple is not the only OS to integrate Night Shift features into the OS themselves. Windows has done the same thing. So is Android. It's still suspicious and shitty, especially to lock them out like that by preventing them from being able to do it. Yeah, like it's fundamentally different when the Windows and Android solutions don't block other things from doing it. Exactly. So, yeah. But yeah, so AirTags, coming back to it, have been causing a ruckus in the case of just being a way to push Tile out of the market, at least in Tile's eyes. But they've got another problem, tracking people. You see, AirTags sort of feel like they weren't thought through all the way, and one of these reasons is rather simple. You can track people by slipping an AirTag onto their person. Now, AirTags do alert iPhone users when you're near an AirTag that is, well, not, like, lost. But only iPhone users. Android has been left out of the equation entirely, which is simply short-sightedness on Apple's part, and possibly very dangerous. AirTags do let off a chirping audible alarm when there's suspicious ones. 
or they're lost just because you have to find them. But a test run by the Washington Post showed that an air tag purposely put in someone else's bag, as in one of the other Washington Post staff, not some random stranger, because that would be bad, only chirped after three days, and it was only 15 seconds of chirping. And it was estimated that if it was buried in a car seat or just covered in tape, it would be completely inaudible. But okay, let's roll back to that Android point. It doesn't matter how much you want to keep things closed, Apple. Stalking is a real problem you need to be concerned about when you're launching something that can track someone so effectively. Compound this with the fact that Apple has finally said they are making an Android app to warn you about these AirTags, but their only timeline for this is, quote, this year. That's the release date. That's it. It drives home just how little they seem to actually care about this problem. Worse yet, you would need to install an app just to know if you're possibly being stalked with an AirTag, which is frustrating, because if you don't install the app, you're still fucked. <laughs> yeah, this is just absolutely unacceptable behavior on Apple's part, especially considering the fact that they are such a giant tech company. You're allowed to not care about your competition, but not when not caring about your competition could literally put people's lives at risk. And this is definitely one of those situations where this is actual people's lives potentially at risk. I don't care how unlikely or unfeasible you might think that someone using an air attack to stalk someone is. It's still a possibility. And Apple should have thought of that when they were rolling the device out and at the very least not rolled them out until they had an Android app ready to go alongside it. At the very least, this is just, this is absolutely ridiculous. And it, it, it really is, we joke a lot about Apple's walled garden on this podcast, but this is a new low even for them. Yeah, their walled garden has sprouted weeds along the sidewalk. Like it's not working out so well. Yeah. Actually, to, 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 to back your point a little bit more, I'm pretty sure that there have been some nonprofits, and we will link um, the article that backs this up, but there have been some nonprofits that deal with people like in abusive relationships and, and stalking, and they have said it themselves that what Apple has done to mitigate this is just not enough. Yeah, so. absolutely. But yeah, backing up from ragging on AirTags for a second. Apple's anti-competitive nature has moved Tile, yes, the one we just talked about, to integrate their Tile network with Amazon Sidewalk. Sure, this will improve coverage of those Tile trackers due to, well, Amazon Sidewalk forcing so many things to opt in. This was what we covered in the last episode, so if you haven't listened to it, maybe this is a good place to go back and do that. But it also starts to sort of create a poor competitive environment. It is possible things will slowly move towards being part of either Sidewalk or Find My, and those will be the only two options. Oh, right. Also, Find My now does allow third parties to use their service. You can make your own trackers or allow other devices to be part of it, which is interesting. But it does bring up the aforementioned point. I, as in Jade, might be paranoid when it comes to security. But giving one or two companies the means to track you with a network you help them build? It's just a little concerning. Yeah. So, what hope is there? Well, not much. Google is also allegedly working on their own device locating network, as in a Bluetooth-based one, since they already do have a similar Find My Lost device service, which will theoretically then leverage so many Android phones, or at least the ones that Google can update themselves, as well as Nest and the other Alphabet brands, so that's something to keep your eye on at least. None of these are good options. If you already have an iPhone, getting AirTags isn't really going to be much worse for you, since, you know, you already have an iPhone. But 
what I'm really more concerned about is the normalizing of this stuff. And we may be well, well past that, but I, I can't just sit here and not talk about it. Like, it, it is sort of deeply uncomfortable to me that we just think that our privacy is something that we can just wholly and totally give up in exchange for convenience, which, you know, was the whole principle that this show was founded on, so it's not surprising that we're coming back around to it, but... Yeah, not a fan. So yeah, that's all the time that we have for you guys today. Not much advice in these episodes. These are more just informational episodes. If there is any advice to give you... Beware of air tags. <laughs> well, yeah, if there is any advice that we can give you, it's... If you are an Android, look out for that app and download it, especially if you are in an unsafe situation where someone might be stalking you. Um... Avoid these things if you can help it. If you have, this is sort of this is sort of going hand in hand with last episode. But if you have an Echo or another device and you're not willing to just chuck it out the window, at least turn off Amazon Sidewalk. Make sure you go into your device settings and opt out of it. Just don't. As we sort of explained, these networks are created by the amount of people using them. Don't give companies that leverage if you can help it. Unless you trust them, and you should not with these two. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Apple lost my faith with their, their privacy thing right there. They, they killed it. I was giving them a chance, and they killed it. I, 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 they haven't lost it. I just really think that... I would, actually, I would love to posit a theory. I'm not sure if you want to include it in the episode, but I want to posit a theory. Go ahead, posit your theory. So, do you remember when Apple announced AirTags? No, I do not. I, I saw all the third-party reactions to them, but I didn't actually see the announcements. So. It was around 2019. Yeah. Tile announced an ultra-wideband tracker earlier this year, mm -hmm. and some people were thinking they might make it to market before Apple, so I'm kind of wondering if Apple... If Apple r rushed mm -hmm. it out? Yeah, if they were willing to overlook such a glaring security flaw in order to get this product out on the market, that does say really incriminating things about them as a company. Yep. Uh, which, to be fair, I don't trust or like any big company. Fuck capitalism. But if that is true, which it sounds very plausible, that is very, very yikes of them. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I have complicated feelings about Apple. I do sort of tend to trust them more when it comes to privacy than I do other companies. I do think this is a very, very massive oversight, and I completely understand wanting to be cautious in light of it. But yeah, that's really all we can say. In the meantime, if you want to catch us anywhere that isn't this podcast, you can find us at our Instagram, which is at Tech Thoughts Podcast. We go live there every Friday at 8 p.m. ET, barring unforeseen circumstances, and we would love to chat with you guys. Or you can check out our website for links to the stuff that we talk about and that MKBHD video that we mentioned. And our website is shit techthoughts.gay not homestuck.com no 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 not homestuck.com we would never we would never we would never recommend that anyone go to that website no we would recommend you go to mspainadventures.com anyway see you guys next week bye bye